Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Figuring It Out. This episode is going up a couple days later than I usually post. I usually try to upload these on Mondays and have them ready for the week, but this is going to end up going up on like Wednesday evening. And I hope that's okay. Um, I'll, you know, pretty much go into how I've been traveling. Um, I actually am back home now. But I left yesterday from Seattle. I had a really fun time with my friend, my best friend. And that's what this episode is going to be about. So we sat down and recorded like, uh, I don't know how long, 40, 45 minutes of us answering some questions that I was just like going online and finding questions to ask your best friend. And we ended up going into some interesting side tangents and you get to know me a little better and you get to know a little bit about her. And she uh, comes from a, I was going to say she comes from like a writing background. She like her thing is writing and she's amazing at it. And she's like in the process of writing books. So in the future, look out for publications from her novels specifically, but anyways. um, So yeah, like we have similarities in how we think and how we both have like a growth mindset, but uh, she puts her passion into a different thing, uh, writing. I wish I could like write novels and stuff, but for me, writing is just more so like journaling. And actually I write some like free prose poetry sometimes. And that's actually what I used to write on my old blog. But anyways, that's a tangent. So yeah, this is going up a couple days late because basically I started to feel very down at the end of my trip. I think I just got a bit burnt out from traveling and I had such a great time and I saw so many amazing things, but along the way, you know, as I touched on a couple episodes ago and I've talked about here and there, I have been going through a breakup It's been over seven weeks now. So, you know, we're a lot farther out than we were like a month ago, six weeks ago, but it still comes and goes in waves and traveling, especially, you know, some of the places I went to, I was just kind of thinking in the back of my head, like, oh, this would have been a nice place to see together. And also like when I was down at the Grand Canyon specifically, which was great. Uh, I saw a lot of couples there and yeah, it's just, it was a bit triggering, you know, seeing all these cool things and seeing couples having a good time. And, you know, that's just part of the healing process. But I think also what happened is that my depression has kind of been triggered again and it just kind of like relapsed. And I did not have a good mental health day on Sunday. So that's usually when I like work on this but I'm definitely doing better since I got back home. And I don't know, I thought I could keep going for another week of like traveling. I was actually going to go see my brother down in Austin, Texas, but I think I'm going to postpone that and maybe do that in the next month or so at some point, because I haven't seen him in over two years and I really miss him and I've never been to Texas either. So yeah, I'm just back home for now. Um, my grandma is actually about to visit. She is British. And if you didn't know, I'm half British because my dad's from London. And so I have half my family is over there. So my grandma from London, she's coming in a couple of days. And 
she's actually coming for a chess tournament in DC, but she's coming here first and we'll probably play some chess together. But aside from that, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Just, you know, you can even think of like the answers you would give for these questions. Um, And I'm trying to think of any other updates. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on TikTok. I posted a lot of artsy videos and pictures from the trip, and I definitely still have a lot more to post. And it was interesting how I went from Arizona, which is like so dry and deserty, to Seattle, which was so lush and green, and there were so many flowers everywhere. And my friend and I were joking that it kind of felt very anime because, like, some of the cherry blossom trees were in full bloom and they were like the the little flower leaves were like um floating down in the wind and it felt very anime and like it was just very colorful which was pretty so i'm very fulfilled from going on that trip and i needed it so bad i just needed to get out of my hometown and it was perfect um again i mean well, no trip can be perfect. It was what I needed. And then towards the end, I needed to come back. And that usually happens to me anyway. I usually get homesick. And yeah, I just, I guess I'm not that, I'm not cut out to be like a digital nomad. Um, I think I'm more of a homebody and I like routine to some extent, to some extent. I think, I think I should definitely travel more than like once every year or two. I think I could go on like trips maybe three times a year, three to four times a year. But yeah, I just, um, I've got to embrace the fact that my personality type, you know, how I function best is just not being on the road 24 seven. So anyways, uh, that wraps up that I'm going to just jump on over to the episode. I hope you guys enjoy and leave a rating if you haven't already. And yeah. Enjoy this episode. I'm joined today by my friend Camden, best friend of 17, 18 years, something like that. We were childhood neighbors and had a lot of fun times together. But now she is in Seattle and I'm visiting her. And we're going to answer some questions today. We're just going to like start with some friendship questions and then we'll see what happens from there. Okay, I'm putting to the test. You want to say anything else about yourself? Hi. (laughs) Good enough. And we have her cat here, William. We're going to try to see if we can get a meow out of him at some point. I think we'll need to hold a treat box in front of him. He's more of a lab cat than a meow cat. Mm. He does meow a lot, though, when you come back home. Yes, he likes to sit outside my window and wait for me to come home from work and meow at me until I return. And I feel like he also meows a lot um, at night or like- He will meow when it's dinner time to remind us, you know, in case we forgot and and he's starving and we aren't feeding him. So obviously it's intentional. That's fair. So we're we're just going to start with, I looked up some funny questions to ask your best friend about yourself. Although I'm not sure where we should start. Mm, there's a question. What do you really think about me? Are you asking it or are you just going to no, no, just... quote that? Um, 
if I called you to bail me out of jail, what would you assume I got arrested for? You would have gotten arrested for climbing into an area you weren't supposed to because you wanted to take a picture of something pretty. That's I feel like that's <laughs> you too. That's yes. You too. We were talking about this the other day. Um, chaotic good, lawful good. Yes, the thing. alignment charts. Um, my partner is lawful good and I'm very chaotic good. And it has been quite an interesting time being like, well, we can break into here to to go take a photo or we can break into here to go crunch on the leaves or see the sunset in a better view. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. not the same <laughs> approach. Yeah, it's it's really about like if you're a rule follower or not. Mm-hmm. And then also like your intentions for like if you have good intentions or not. Yes, but yes, very true. I think that would both be our, our thing if we got arrested. We definitely, yeah. It'd be a good photo though. It would. I think it would be worth it. Okay. Lottery question. If I won the lottery, what do you think I would buy first? Oh. I can say what I think you would buy. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to need some time with this. One. <laughs> you would buy, ooh, how about the mermaid chess set? I would buy a mermaid chess set. It yeah. was really pretty. We saw one a couple of days ago that was very beautiful, but $2,000 or something like that but it was pretty. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think, I think you wouldn't buy one thing. I think you Mm -hmm. would buy tickets to places. Like you would buy like plane tickets to go travel and try out different foods from different cultures. Mm -hmm. That's what I, yeah. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. I feel like now that's what, that's kind of what I would do. I, I think for you also, I, would you get more cats? I, you- I like my one cat. William was not, he's not the most friendly to other cats. Um, when I got him at the shelter, he was in a different room because he's, was not very nice to them. Yes, I'm talking about you. Um, so because of that, I don't think he would get along with another cat. And it's a lot of work. He is a lot already and so having to clean up twice the amount of litter and feed twice the amount of beings is, <laughs> I think would be too much for me as cute as they are uh, would you ever get a cat I probably would I'm um I would probably get a dog first I think I would go with a dog first I would like to have many animals I would I want to have lizards again at some point of course I used to take care of them but Joanna was a very big lizard person. Yes. Still am. Like I have an eye for them. I just like see something moving in the corner of my eye when I'm walking outside and it's a lizard. If I was famous, what do you think it would be for? But I'll, I'll say for you first, like it would be your books, your writings. I sure hope so. Mm-hmm. We'll see. <laughs> I think you would be famous for either your photography or for your coaching, the stuff you're doing right now, the influencer slash coaching slash content creator content, the, the slash one, it's all oh, the, the yes. six things together for sure. That's, that's on my LinkedIn too. It's, I've got like three titles on there because you know, and it's I'm, like, yeah, no one person can be defined by just one thing. Yeah. So how would you define yourself? <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, I'll do I'll do five, five things because I don't think I can do just one. 
I think I am creative. I would put artist as another one because I like to paint and write. Consumer, but not in the like buying things and consuming them, but rather I like consuming art, like looking at pretty paintings and reading books and um, watching movies and stuff like that, where I get to really see like how people function. A cat lover, obviously. And did you say writer yet? I said artist. I feel like okay. it sort of fits in the same vibe. Mm. I, I think five was too ambitious. I can't think <laughs> of another one. Uh, well, what about like, you know, that you're teaching and yeah, maybe I'll do lifelong learner because I feel like that fits oh. in. I'm um, going back to school right now to get my teaching certificate. So that has been a lot, but it's also been really nice to like get into an environment where I can learn more things and try out new stuff um we were I was just commenting earlier about how my friend group is very all of us are learners all of us are trying new things and very much like that growth mindset of wanting to keep growing keep learning as we go on Mm -hmm. yeah learning how to teach I feel like that's a whole new thing it's a lot learning how to explain something to a a seven-year-old so they understand it when it's a really complicated concept um and it puts in a weird stuff where you have discussions um, about very complicated things like racism or privilege. And it's not a black and white and kids at that age so think black and white. And it's really hard to be like, yeah, we've done these horrible things. And mm. like, you're part of this, but you can also be part of the solution. Do you really have those conversations with them? We do sometimes um, because I work at a, school that is very diverse it definitely comes up a lot more just like we had a kid with everything going on in Ukraine right now that was talking about one of another kid like acting up and was like oh it's because they're Russian so we had a very like in-depth conversation of like this is not okay this is not any assumptions that should be made and really tried to give some um clarity to well to make sure the kid that was name called was okay but then also to give clarity to the person who did it of like these are the proper ways that you would um address someone and it's not good to label people like that and you know kids are mean so mm-hmm. and sometimes honestly they just don't know but. they're very honest and direct and don't think before they say something yeah which for better for worse for better for worse yeah it has its pros and cons you never said your five things that describe you oh wait well um okay so yeah, content creator, coach, public speaker. That's the three I usually go with. Um, what about things that aren't stuff oh. you do? The personalities. Oh, well, yeah, I, I guess I did. Okay. And then photographer, that would also be one thing. Um, so personality wise, I mean, I want to say something related to spirituality. Um, I guess there's not an adjective for that. No, spiritual. That's an adjective. Spiritual and then just like very much so, and I don't want to say introverted, uh, introspective. That's what I mean. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is a big thing for me. Just spending a lot of time observing and then thinking. Not as much time speaking, but I don't know. It's weird because then like I like public speaking, but I don't spend that much time speaking in general. I think the best public speakers are the ones that really know to try not to hog the stage but rather involve the audience in the the presentation so mm-hmm. those that are more introspective and are more 
listeners instead of speakers are going to be the ones that are going to make a more interesting presentation because they're actually going to listen to what everyone else is saying before they just like, like, Mm -hmm. well, I'm right. So I'm going to just talk about this for 40 minutes. Yeah. Something I've learned like with Toastmasters, the public speaking club is that like the importance of involving the audience. So asking questions from the start. I mean, it also just really helps to engage the audience and um, keep them, yeah, keep them like interacting with it. And yeah, I mean, these days I feel like I have to think a lot more before putting a speech together because I'm like, do I actually believe this? I wanna make sure that I believe in what I'm about to say, like Mm -hmm. fully instead of just preaching something that I've heard, you know, something that kind of is going around and trendy. But yeah, so those would be the things I would label myself as. I do want to get more into art and yeah, and probably photography more or just, yeah, just like more creative outlets. Should do it. Yeah. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Let's see. Going back to some of these questions. Let me know if you see a good one. Okay, well, I want to ask you, how would you spend your perfect day? Like, how would I spend it? Uh-huh. Oh, um, I feel like my perfect day is so dependent on where my energy level is that day. Originally, if you'd asked me this five years ago, I would have been like, oh, yeah, my perfect day would be sitting down with the book all day, reading through it, and just, like, having my own little time and drinking a cup of tea but since then I've developed so many strong relationships that I honestly think they would be part of my day Mm -hmm. while I'm introverted I really enjoy hanging out with people um and I enjoy my work and I enjoy what I do so as cheesy as it sounds I think my perfect day would be the days I'm living right now um because I enjoy what I, I enjoy that I have a nice routine where I get up and I work on school or I work on writing um, and I'm constantly producing and creating and learning and I go to work and I get challenged by these tiny children and then I come home and spend a wonderful evening with my partner and my cat and we go on walks and I just think it I don't know there's nothing really like that sets it for me as much as it's just the the tone the idea Mm -hmm. I guess what about you? So I, when I first heard this question, I was thinking for both of us, we would have like an ideal day for being staying at home and then mm-hmm. an ideal day being like out. But that's I mean, true. That's true. You could combine them too. For me, I think a lot of being out in the sun with people and like working towards a common goal. And actually, I think about this a lot, like when I was a drum major in marching band, I felt so fulfilled during those times because you're outside in the fresh air and I really enjoyed leading people and helping them and teaching them. And then we would all get lunch together and it would be a long, like it would be a long hard day, but it was also very fulfilling and rewarding. And then you'd Mm -hmm. come home and get to chill and you just feel like you uh, you work towards something and you did it with other people who care about it. And yeah, so I really want to like find something like that. And I think um, that has to do with community too. I know the writing community I'm part of here is amazing and has really been huge in me transitioning into coming to Seattle, but being able to do like the drum major stuff would never be 
my vibe because I don't connect with the, that community as much. But then also having the the time and the energy to do it. Like I'm sure that your your day was hard, but it was super fulfilling. But you couldn't do it every day. Yeah, um, I mean that's true. Like my being at the writing convention last week um, was super fun and amazing. But I was a panelist, and I swear I had like three mental breakdowns the whole weekend. But I loved it. But it was a lot. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. And there's definitely about like I feel like perfect is such a weird word that you don't know. Like does perfect day mean it's something you can do every day yeah. or does it mean it's something that you can do once and love mm-hmm. and do every couple weeks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it probably is one of those things that's I mean there's like your ideal work day and then there's maybe your ideal like adventurous day. So this question could go a lot of different ways. It's true. I'm sure William has a perfect day too, like an idea. His perfect day would be sitting in front of the sun all day, watching birds. And then when I come home, sitting on my lap all night and then sleeping on my face at night and getting all the pets and all the treats possible. Unless it's a really nice day, then his perfect day, honestly, is probably sneaking out of the house. Oh, we did find animals that he should not be messing with he snuck out once right yes like when you open the door he did I opened the door and he bolted out which is abnormal for him because he's a very chill and very old cat and more or less is content with just sleeping all day and I couldn't find him for a long time and it was getting progressively darker um but then we saw him at the neighbors in the garden sniffing the flowers so he didn't go very far you just got distracted by the pretty nature things, which I get. So mm-hmm. I'm surprised by how much cats sniff things. Like that's one thing I noticed with my roommate's cat. <laughs> I thought it was a dog thing. And then like, I just noticed they yeah. sniff a lot of things. I think it's an animal thing. It's just a, it's such a bigger sense to them than it is to us. They very much like sniffing items like your shoes last night. William had stuffed his face in Joanna's shoes. Yeah. It's quite funny. <laughs> Not sure what happened there. Uh, he was really entranced with my shoes. And I just washed them too. So Yeah, and he's never been a shoe cat before, so I don't know what the <laughs> what that is. Maybe it's it's a texture. I don't know. It's a different type of shoe. Maybe. Hmm. When we met, did you think we would become best friends? I honestly don't remember when we met. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we met so long ago. So I was already in the neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm. And you guys moved in. And it's just one of those things where you're in the same neighborhood and you're going to hang out with the the kids that are around the same age as you. And we had a great neighborhood community of having we did what like seven to ten kids that are around the same five year gap, mm-hmm. which was amazing and I think really wonderful for growing up, being able to just play with all these people and develop those social emotional skills. Yeah. Overall, I'm very fortunate to have had that. Like, I think overall I had a good childhood compared to a lot of people. Yeah. I think I did too. It was nice. I didn't think we'd be friends for this long. I guess if you would have asked me back when we were like 10 or something. I feel like when you're really young, you have that, that optimism of, oh yeah, we're going to be friends forever when you're in elementary school so I think yeah. when we were in elementary school we told them been like yeah we're going to be friends forever but then you would have been like oh are we going to be friends till we're 90 and then you're like 90 that's so old 
just conceptually like it's just so far away yeah uh but maybe when you asked when we were in middle school or high school because you went to a different high school than me yes it would have been a little bit like well maybe I mean we haven't really talked to each other in a while because we go to different schools now we have mm-hmm. completely different social um, circles and all that but we reconnected mm-hmm. and now we're here now we're here and we're in our 20s oh that's grown up yeah <laughs> it's weird to think about we're both out of college I think that that was the biggest transition like wow we're friends and we're we've completed college and we're like moving on to more adult things getting cats getting cats pets new jobs very true all the things but what was I gonna say yeah so I remember uh distinctly at the right word when you said like oh yeah if you're friends with someone for seven years it means like you're I was gonna say the same thing okay (laughs) yeah um yeah, it was that the sorry, William's trying to get to my water. What was it? It was if you're friends with someone for seven years, you're more likely to stay friends for life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think at that point, when I shared the quote with you, it was we were, we had been friends for ten years. Oh yeah, I was over ten, but definitely over the seven year mark. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So I mean, it happened. You flew out here, so. You must like me. (laughs) A little bit. (laughs) We have, you know, a lot of great memories together. Very true. We would make dramatic films. Um, We would have webkin competitions, fashion shows. Mm -hmm. The cringiest of cringe. Oh, they were great though. They were, they were something. Made a lot of YouTube videos. You know, I feel like this kind of reminds me of when we used to do videos together, projects, all yes. of those things. Very made, much so. We made music videos too. There was one of me doing Taylor Swift. We're never getting back together. That one was great. Yeah. But at that point, like we didn't know how to edit any videos. We would take the first, we knew, we, I think you had three costume changes or something. Probably. And we had planned out where you were, what costumes you were going to be and where you were going to be for each of them. Except we didn't know how to edit. So instead of filming each entire song mm-hmm. um or each costume change of the whole song we would film like the first 30 seconds in costume one mm-hmm. and then you would change into your other outfit yeah and we would pause the song yeah. and then film the next like 20 seconds in your new outfit and then mm-hmm. pause the song and film the next and I would hold the iPod I think it was at that point up to mm-hmm. the camera so that you could hear <laughs> the music playing through. oh my goodness oh it was funny though yeah wow I, I think it was that like app we were using there was a specific app for making music videos there was yeah but I think there was we either didn't know that app existed at that point or it was weird and didn't have that song or something was up with it oh yeah um because we ended up just holding the phone up to the camera I believe for all the other music Mm -hmm. videos we did the app yeah Mamma Mia yes Mamma Mia we were trying to put a clock in every scene Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> it was very important and symbolic or something. We had I don't to know. go all symbolic and deep with it. You know. I think honestly, it was just that we had two clocks in the previous two scenes and we were watching it over and I was like, oh, there's a clock in that scene. There's a clock in that scene. And we're like, a pattern. Let's continue it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. It was kind of un, uh, unprepared. But we'll, we'll call it a simple. I think it was very symbolic. Yes. <laughs> we should have 
turn that in as a project for school. We didn't, we never had to make something like that for school. Yeah. But I think we would have gotten an A on it. I think we would have. Okay. So I was scrolling down. It has questions to ask your best friend of the opposite gender, which I think is just an interesting um, part of this article. Just like, yeah, very specific. Some of those don't, I mean, play with the opposite gender though. Yeah. Like, do you think I'm open minded? I think you are. I think you are too. <laughs> I feel like people are pretty open minded when they're younger. It's when they get older that it becomes a little, when you're set in your, mm-hmm. your ideas. Well, yeah, I, I think about this a lot where you think of older people and they kind of become more conservative as they get older in general. And when you're young, you are into all the trends and like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I mean, naturally the younger generations are more accepting to change, but then it's like, you're going to hold on to your ideals from when you're younger and as you get older, and then you don't realize or I think some people just don't realize like they, when you're like 30, 40, 50, the new generations are going to be so different. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, I think you have to make a conscious decision to always analyze your biases, biases and constantly know that you're going to be changing and accept that about yourself. Cause there are certain points I think where people are like, Oh, well I'm 40 now. So I learned everything I need to know. I've done the kid thing. I've done the marriage thing. I've done the whatever and job thing and I'm done now I don't really need to learn anything else and that's where I think it gets hard is and that's where people get into that that state of not having that growth still in them I guess I love seeing the old like these old people who are really hip yes they're great yeah (laughs) and they're really up with the times like and it's just I mean that's the goal you know I I don't want to stick on to one way of living if I want to change as the world changes do you think we would make a good couple (laughs) sure favorite part about our friendship I like how I can call you on my drive home and you make the drive home seem like five minutes instead of 45 minutes oh yeah I was thinking about on my way here like oh no we we won't have to just have a 40 minute talk it's true it's true but I would say my favorite part is like we always seem to talk about deep things and like have have good perspectives on them. Questions to ask your a guy best friend. They're so oddly specific. Yeah. I don't understand why there's a difference between the guy best friend and the girl best friend questions. Oh. Well, okay. I see in the one the guy questions, it's like, oh, well, when's the last time you cried? Because I feel like for guys, it's not very as acceptable to cry. So. And then for girls, I bet you it's about dating somewhere. Like sugar daddy. Yeah. You, sugar daddy. Do you believe there are good men left in the world? Yes. Yes, there are. I'm dating one of them. And your cat is one of them. Yes, my cat is a very good man. <laughs> <laughs> he is a gentleman. He is. What is your favorite thing to do when you're by yourself? Depends on the day. If it's really nice outside, I like going on walks or I like if I'm in a inspirational mood, I'll write a story or draw or paint. Sometimes it's just nice to sit and read a book with a cat on my lap or watch a movie or honestly at this point, normally when I have free time, I'm doing schoolwork. I think that would be it. 
Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I feel like for us, we have several favorite things. Um, going on a walk for sure and taking artsy pictures. I was thinking of like going to a candle store and like smelling everything. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Weird questions to ask your best friend. <laughs> if your pet could talk, what do you think they would say about you? He would say that I'm very snuggly and then I pick him up more than I should, but at least I always provide a good lap, but that I should stay all day because I'm not providing the lap all day and I should give it to him all day. Mm-hmm. And then I should feed him more and give him more treats because he's starving. <laughs> he's grooming himself right now. We looked over at him and he's... His mouth is like so wide open. What would you do if your I parent's dog... Could oh, yeah. or yeah, Echo. She would say that she loves how many walks I take her on. Cause I also, I take her on morning walks, which my parents never do. Mm. So recently as I've been home, she's been like looking forward to that. Uh, usually she's super lazy in the morning, but like she'll come and find me around like 10, 15 specifically and be like, are we going on our morning walk? That's cute. What would your fish say? My fish would say probably like, please get me a bigger tank or something. Love, love, love. I do want to get him a bigger tank. I've had him for almost a year. Oh. Is there anything that you believe, even though you know it's probably wrong? I feel like the both of us tend to not do something unless we believe in it. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure. I don't think either of us have an answer to that question. I can't think of an answer. Yeah. I know there are some times where my beliefs will not line up with what my school is doing. Um, but I sort of made the decision of unless it is physically, emotionally, or socially, et cetera, harming, harming someone, I'm not going to stop it. Because sometimes at the end of the day, sometimes school is a business and decisions get made. Yeah. And I am a little small worker bee, so I got to do what I got to do. It's part of your job. Yeah. Yeah. What was the weirdest habit you had as a child? Did you have any? I don't know. Did I? Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know if your habit was weird, but I would say it was the most abnormal habit was the fact that you would stand outside my house and collect lizards. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know if weird is the proper word for it. Um no. it wasn't necessarily like a bad connotation or anything. It's not normal. But I do remember like we would walk home um because you would be right across the street from me and you'd be halfway up your driveway and then I would go, Joanna there's a lizard and you would come running down and come grab it yes yeah that was probably a habit (laughs) weird habits for sure I had a tendency to read books to a point that I wouldn't go outside I don't know to what extent that's weird I mean I know several people like who did that and then they ended up growing up to be like a very like successful person and very creative I mean books are great yeah I wish I was more into books as a kid and I just wasn't. I think books are such a hard thing for kids, um, especially those that tend to be more um, socially or physically active, because even if you find a book you're really interested in, it's not like you can do that while you're skateboarding Mm -hmm. or do it while you're talking to someone. It's a very introverted thing. And I think there's a book out there for everyone, but when you are at that aspect in your life where you'd rather talk to friends than do anything else, then there's not going to be anything that will stop that. I feel like I knew so many kids, though, who read a lot of books. I mean, you were friends with a lot of nerds and geeks, so yeah. it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Have you ever eaten a bug? I have. 
Not intentionally. Oh. <laughs> I was walking down um, in college, walking down like the side street that we had and a bug flew into my mouth and I started choking <laughs> and I had to swallow it because there was no other way to oh, go no. about that. And then my friend joked was like, oh, you're not vegetarian anymore because you <laughs> ate a bug. That was it. That was, well, you can't help it. Yeah. I couldn't do anything about it. It just, um, it was too late. I have intentionally um, had a chocolate covered cricket that oh. my teacher brought us one day. Yeah. Was it good? It was pretty good, but I wouldn't buy it. Like I wouldn't, you know, go out of my way to buy it and then have it as a snack. But mm. people say it's good protein. I mean, how much protein can really be in a bug? So tiny. Well, yeah, it is pretty tiny. Weirdest thing anyone has ever said to you. See, I think I'm a little subjective because I work with kids. Oh, yeah. Well, I li- I'm trying to think of some weird things. I've had people tell me that my hair is really poofy. <laughs> Children. There was one kid where I, I wore heels one day and then the next day or I wore heels and makeup one day. And the next day I wore like regular shoes and no makeup. Um, just because it was one of those days I try to not wear makeup every day and not dress up every day just to not set that standard and the kid is like why are you so tired and short today (laughs) and I'm like uh I'm not (laughs) it's just my normal height but you're still like way taller than them you know yeah it's just perspective it's all perspective kids are kids are an interesting sort I had one kid a couple weeks ago and it wasn't to me but in the like conversation I was listening over with they're like I'm really not good at being dumb I'm only good at being smart (laughs) I was like they're like yeah I'm working on it they're like I'm practicing but it's really hard to master being dumb (laughs) I just don't know what to say to this but such a good thing it's such a good thing yeah has anyone said any weird things to you recently yes um as I was walking echo a couple probably like a month ago, um, someone screamed, it was a teenager that screamed out of their window as they were driving by and they were like, your dog is ugly. Well, that's fun. Yeah. I guess they could have said worse things. Yeah. I, I know it's like, they came after my dog instead of me, but I was just like, that was probably a dare. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I feel like uh, actually since I got back home to Charlotte, I had a few weird instances that just didn't seem normal before like that yeah kind of like stuff not yeah new new stuff has been happening new energy I don't know so if you had to give up brushing your teeth or your hair forever which would you choose I would never brush my hair again because I don't brush it I just comb it oh <laughs> uh, oh but okay okay you can... okay um I actually don't brush my hair I will comb it in the shower but in that case I would just keep it regular in the shower and not comb it but mm-hmm. I think because my hair is so curly and because it doesn't need to be as washed as much, I think it would survive mm-hmm. as opposed to brushing my teeth. And especially now with like masks being off and everything, people can definitely see when you have bad breath or smell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, as soon as I read that, I was like, yeah, no, uh, I would not give up brushing my teeth. Yeah. That, I, that would be really bad for your teeth hygiene. Whose idea was it to milk a cow for the first time? I don't know, but they I- were very strange person if they thought this was how they're going to get something (laughs) Uh, there must be some weird story behind this William is circling he's circling if someone offered you the power to read minds would you take it no 
I think there's a people are allowed to think what they think and the thing that really shows who someone is is what they choose to say and what they choose not to say because I've seen so many like in media so many tropes of people William stop it um I've seen so many tropes of people reading minds and then being really shocked that someone hates them or someone is doesn't like what they're wearing or something like that and it breaking up the friendship or relationship but then you think about it and you're like okay well it wasn't good that they thought that in the first place but they chose not to say it out loud which means something that they value something about that Mm -hmm. relationship that maybe you're just misinterpreting um Mm -hmm. so that's my own two cents on that I would go with that answer too at first it's like ooh, very tempting to want that I think it also be very detrimental to your self-confidence you could see what everyone's thinking true I'd be so scared to say anything knowing that I would know exactly what everyone's reaction was right away yeah and I remember watching this movie in theory of theory of knowledge in high school um kind of like a philosophy class and there was a movie that showed everyone speaking the truth like every you know as adults like Mm -hmm. saying what was on their mind and you know it shows the pros and it shows the cons and it's like, which is a better world to live in? A world where pe- everyone's saying the truth or, you know, where people are doing white lies. But yeah, I think like it shows something about your personality and character, about mm-hmm. what thoughts you choose to say. And also, I think a lot of us have similar thoughts, a similar range of thoughts. Yeah. Like some people might seem more judgmental and some might seem less but I think overall like if you could read everyone's minds it would seem like oh we're all pretty judgmental that's yes what mythical creature do you think is real you already know the answer to this one um mermaids obviously unicorns for me (laughs) I I mean yeah like so much of the ocean is undiscovered so why not I'm sure it's not the same mermaid that we portray but there's there must be some something out there that we don't know about yeah like I've heard this fact that we've discovered more about space than the ocean yeah Mm -hmm. it's pretty it's like oh gosh 20 percent of the ocean is discovered Mm -hmm. something like that we haven't even gone to the the furthest steps that it can go it's the cool place yeah I wonder if we'll ever get to explore most of it I mean, a lot of what stops us is the pressure. It's the fact that we just can't physically build anything technology-wise that can travel that deep and sort of withstand thousands upon thousands mm-hmm. pressure of water on top of it. Yeah. But, in that way, it actually seems easier to go to space. Mm-hmm. The pressure would be, in theory, the same when you're in the space, like excluding mm-hmm. obviously when you're on planets, but mm-hmm. pressure would be the same all the way through. Yeah, I actually don't know if pressure is more in space. I'm guessing it is. I'm not sure. I know that it's always expanding. Space is not my forte. It's not something I know enough about to really speak about. Reading more of these questions. I'll link this down below if any of you are interested. I like this one. I think we should end with this one. Do you have any secret talents? I don't know. See, I like the question mostly because I want to know about you. I don't actually know if there's any secret talents. Okay, well. I feel like we've known each other for too long. I'm like, wait, are there any secret talents I have that you don't know about? Like if you go to a party and someone's like, what are some secret talents? What do you say? I can shuffle cards in the air upside down. 
Okay, wait, I didn't know that. What do you mean in the air upside down? Well, you would shuffle cards, but I can shuffle them like this. Okay. Why? So they're, so they're, they're above my head. Well, I don't know. It's just like I've shuffled cards for so long. My family is such a huge game family. Um, and it was always part of my growing up. And at this point, I'm so, I feel like I'm pretty good at it to the point that I don't actually need the table for support. I can just do it mm-hmm. in the air. You are good at it. I've seen it. I've seen it live. For me, a secret talent I'll usually say is that I can do the backwards worm. <laughs> Although that has kind of been less so in the past. You got to keep years. practicing. Yeah. It's just, I had an embarrassing moment where I was doing it at a party and I was wearing a dress. Oh no. And it didn't end well. <laughs> that sounds not fun. It was very embarrassing. But I mean, it was in college and I feel like I feel like if you were to embarrass yourself, it's better to do it in college than high school. College is the time to make mistakes. You're like a fake adult. Mm-hmm. You have the the benefits of being an adult without many of the consequences yet. I mean, in terms of law-wise, you do have a lot of consequences, but in terms of like, if you do something, you just go on academic probation as opposed to like mm-hmm. having arrested. a fine or getting arrested or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like people in college are a bit more mature. If, yeah. And yeah. Less likely to spread stuff on social media. Yeah. Yeah. Roughly. I mean, depends on the group, I guess. Yeah. What questions should you avoid asking your best friend? What? <gasps> William meowed and rubbed his head against the he computer. He wants to say something. I don't think he's going to. Biggest fears. We could touch on that really quick. Yeah, I think. My biggest fear would be not having enough time. I feel like I'm always rushing from one thing to the next. I'm like, oh, I accomplished graduating undergrad. I'm going to work on my master's. Or, oh, I accomplished moving to Seattle. I'm now going to find my career, um, which I guess is a logical choice. But generally, like, I very much am always like, I did this one thing. Let me go to the next thing. Let me go to the next thing. I'm always having like six things going on in my brain if I want to get this done. Because I want to make my impact on the world, but I also honestly just want to learn a lot about people. Um, and so not having the time to be able to do all that and not having the time to rest because I'm very bad at stopping being like these five free minutes are I'm going to use just to sit here instead of these five free minutes I'm going to use to catch up on the homework that I didn't do yet. Like I would say is biggest fear of mine. I think a lot of people have that. And also I think we're, I don't know if you feel this pressure, but like the pressure to just um, succeed quickly in life. And like, you know, at the age of 26 to be like a self-made, even like half millionaire, you know, own your own home and like all the things and just the pressure to be like perfectly figured out yeah. in your twenties. I definitely felt that pressure when I left college. But then I started making friends with people that were older than me and realized that the pressure that I had told myself was solely just pressure that I had created and pressure that I had sort of gotten from people around me. Because everyone in college is very much like, oh, well, we need to figure this out by Mm -hmm. the time we're 23. Um, And then you start hanging out with people that are in their 30s, their 40s, and you're like, wait, they're having kids at 38. Like they don't they knew they always wanted to have kids, but they also didn't feel like they needed to do it right then. And knowing that that, I mean, there are definitely some people that really push that pressure on you, but knowing you don't have to 
it's nice. Yeah, I started meeting people a little bit older than me at my last job, and it was nice. Like some of them just were very real about where they are in their life, mm -hmm. and. I mean, this podcast name is called Figuring It Out because I intentionally want to embrace the part of life where you're figuring things out. I mean, you'll look back on this time and be like, I actually missed that time where like things were up in the air and not everything was um, mm -hmm. solidified yet. My biggest fear, it's a little different. I, For me, it's like losing someone very close to me, like parents, sibling. Um, Do you mean emotionally like, like losing their relationship no, or is it like physically yeah I know both are challenging for sure yeah okay well I think I think we're gonna end there any last thoughts I don't think so thank you for having me thank you for coming on to my podcast I really didn't want to record this episode alone because the past three have been just me and I'm like oh. Well, now it's you, me, and the cat. Yes, much better. Thank you guys for listening. And I will talk to you guys next time. Make sure to follow me on Instagram, check out my website, and share this on your stories if you enjoyed. Yeah, without further ado, have a great rest of your day. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.